This is Ram Showcase on Sports War Radio with your host, Sheriff Joe Bags. What is going on, Rams fans? Welcome back to another edition of Ram Showcase right here on Sports War Radio. Tonight's episode is brought to you by Audible. And with over 480,000 titles to choose from, you can get a free download right now as well as a free month of Audible. All you need to do is go to www.audibletrial.com slash ramshowcase. Uh, I am your host, Joe Brandon, but you can and should call me Sheriff Joe Bags, laying down the law for you guys today. And we have probably the most anticipated episode that I've ever done. Uh, I've been out of my mind excited for this episode. We have the Super Bowl preview and the Los Angeles Rams are in it. This is an amazing time right now. I'm having a great time today. And uh, it's Wednesday today, so we're four days out. And uh, I'm kind of losing my mind a little bit. Uh, sleep loss is already happening for sure. Um, but we have a lot of stuff to talk about. So we're going to go ahead and get right into it. The Los Angeles Rams are in the Super Bowl. That will take place on Sunday. We'll get into a full preview here. And I did go pretty deep into this. I, I have a lot of notes for you guys. So uh, keeping that in mind, I don't know how long I'm actually going to go today. Uh, this could be uh, well over an hour, but uh, we'll we'll see. We'll see what happens. I do want to get all this information in, though. So this is the fourth time the Rams have played in the Super Bowl. This is the first time that they are considered the home team against the Steelers, Titans and the Patriots before the Rams were the road team in all of those Super Bowls. Uh, for those of you that live out in Los Angeles and you want to watch the game with a bunch of Rams fans, uh, I do have uh, some information for you guys. First of all, there's a lot of places that you guys can go to watch this Super Bowl. Uh, but if you guys want to hang out with the World Tour Rams, some guys I hang, hung out with out in, in Denver for that game in, uh, I believe that was week six this year. Uh, awesome guys and their party for the NFC championship game was absolutely insane it was on tv and stuff good stuff so they will be at the uh, El Tejano I'm sure I butchered that in North Hollywood that is 11122 West Magnolia Boulevard the doors are open to the public at 11 a.m. so you guys can go watch with a bunch of really hardcore really awesome Rams fans um, this is something that is kind of interesting. I, I've noticed there's a lot of Madden Sims of the Super Bowl, and that's to be expected. I don't think that anybody's too surprised by that. We see a lot of them. Uh, some of them go the Patriots way. Some of them go the Rams way. That's fine. Uh, me personally, I'm not really a fan of the Madden Sims because I don't think that Madden is a very good football game. That's just my personal opinion, but I know it's a very popular game. Uh, there is, however, a Tecmo Bowl Sim of this game. And it absolutely delivers. It's one of the most exciting Tecmo Bowl sims I've ever watched in my life. Uh, I'm not even going to give give away the ending. Uh, in the YouTube video, I will post a link to it because it's awesome. It's like 18 minutes long. And like I said, it absolutely delivers. I was like sitting there in my room watching this by myself. And I was kind of losing my mind a little bit. It was very exciting stuff. Very exciting. Uh, so let's talk about this uh, Super Bowl. We got the New England Patriots at the Los Angeles Rams for Super Bowl 53. This game kicks off at 3.30 LA time on CBS. We got Jim Nance and Tony Romo on the call, so going to be some interesting stuff there. The Patriots are favored by two and a half. Last I saw the over-under for you betters was at 58 points. So I don't know if you guys want to go over on that one or if you guys think it's going to be a, uh, a defensive battle, but... Now, the road records for both teams, the reason I'm doing road records for both teams is because 
neither of these teams play in Atlanta regularly. So the the Rams six and two in the regular season, seven and two if you conclude the playoffs, and the New England Patriots three and five on the road this year. Let's take a look at the matchup. These are regular season numbers. The New England Patriots offense versus the Rams defense. New England's offense ranked fifth in total yards. Rams defense 19th. Passing the football eighth for the Patriots offense and 14th for the Rams defense. Running the ball fifth for the Patriots on offense and 23rd for the Rams defense uh, against the run. So uh, points scored. Uh, 23.7 for uh, the Patriots. That ranks fourth. And then the Rams giving up 24. That ranked 20th. Again, these are regular season numbers. This is the Rams offense versus the Patriots defense. In total yards, the Rams were second, the Patriots defense 21st. Passing the football, the Rams offense fifth, Patriots defense 22nd. Running the ball, the Rams were third, Patriots defense was 11th. And points scored, the Rams putting up 32.9, that's second in the NFL. And the Patriots defense giving up 20.3, tied for sixth. In the playoffs, and, and I got a couple of rankings here, so I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that this makes sense most of all but uh these are the 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 numbers for how these teams are performing and then they're ranking in the playoffs as well as they're ranking what their ranking would have been in the regular season according to these numbers so uh for the patriots they're putting up an average of 511 yards uh in the postseason that ranks first and would have been first in the regular season the rams defense giving up 299 that's second in the uh in the playoffs and that would have ranked third in the regular season, season passing the football 30, uh, 345.5 uh, passing yards per game through the playoffs. Again, first and would have been first in the NFL. Uh, the Rams giving up 250 yards uh, per game uh, through the air on defense. That ranked seventh in postseason and that would have ranked 23rd in the regular season. Running the football 165.5 yards on the ground uh, for the Patriots. That ranks second. And it would have ranked first if this was the regular season. And the Rams defense giving up 49 uh, rushing yards per game. That's actually third in the postseason, but would have ranked first in the regular season. We go to the other side of the football, the Rams offense versus the Patriots defense. Rams offense putting up 418.5. That is second. It would have ranked third in the regular season. Patriots defense giving up 312. That's fourth. Would have ranked sixth in the regular season passing the football 243.5 yards for the rams that ranked fifth in the postseason fifth would have been 15th in the in the regular season the patriots defense giving up 282.5 11th for uh, the postseason rankings and would have ranked 32 in the regular season and running the ball 175 yards on average for the rams first and would have ranked first and the the patriots defense giving up only 30 yards per per game on the ground that obviously is first in the postseason and definitely would have ranked first in the regular season. Some matchups that I have for you guys, the 3-2-C. This is Julian Edelman and Gronkowski inside versus Nikel Roby Coleman, the Rams linebackers and safeties. I think it's going to be a team effort on covering Gronk. I don't think that any one guy can really match up with Gronk on the Rams defense. Uh, but I'm excited to see what Nikel Roby Coleman can do against Edelman in the middle. Nikel Roby Coleman is one of the top nickel corners in uh, in the NFL, and obviously Julian Edelman can definitely get it done. So that's going to be a, a fun matchup to watch uh, for sure, and, and the Patriots love that short passing game, so the Rams are really going to need to be on top of that. Uh, Stephon Gilmore versus Brandon Cooks. These two know each other really well. Gilmore, Gilmore obviously went against Cooks a lot during uh, the Patriots' practices just last year. 
And there's no telling really who has the edge in this. I've, I've seen some people say, well, the, the Patriots coaching staff, they have the edge because uh, they were going against Brandon Cooks, you know, every day in practice and, and so were the players. But kind of how I see it is Brandon Cooks was going against those players too. They, they each will know each other's weaknesses and strengths. So that's going to be a fun one to watch as well. And then I have the run game on both sides. Both, both teams boast a high-powered rushing attack with two players who can get it done on each team. Uh, the Rams and Patriots both have had success on the ground, but have also been stout uh, against the run on the defensive side of the football. Combined, the Rams and Patriots are only giving up 79 yards per game on the ground uh, throughout the playoffs. And so which team will, will break first? If neither team breaks, which quarterback will be able to convert those short yardage situations? So we already know uh, how talented that Tom Brady is and how, how smart he is when it comes to making a decision and just pulling the trigger and going. Uh, what we're going to need to see out of Jared Goff is that same exact thing, making a decision and going for it. Something that we saw in the NFC Championship game, especially late in the game uh, in, in and into overtime. We saw that a lot too. Uh, some news and notes for you guys. The Rams are expected to work on an extension for head coach Sean McVay uh, this offseason, despite only being two seasons into a five-year deal. And I don't think any Rams fans are upset about this. Unless McVay has, he just crumbles over the next three years, then I don't see any Rams fans being too upset that Sean McVay is expected to be around a little bit longer. Now, the Rams roster only has four players who have been to a Super Bowl, five games total in experience. The Patriots have 38 players who have been to a Super Bowl and 27 who have actually won a Super Bowl. Uh, Tom Brady has eight Super Bowls himself to the Rams' entire roster, having five Super Bowl appearances total. Uh, so notable Rams playing in their first Super Bowl. Uh, I left out all the Rams players because the last time the Rams went to the Super Bowl, we, I mean, we don't have any of those players anymore. So uh, and Sue, Andrew Whitworth, and John Sullivan. It's hard not to be excited for these guys who have you know performed at a high level uh, for a for a decent amount of time in this league and finally getting their chance to go to the Super Bowl. Now the guys who have been to the Super Bowl, we got to keep to leave the 2015 season against the Panthers. Had five tackles and two passes defended. Sam Shields, the 2010 season against the Steelers, had two solo tackles. C.J. Anderson's been to two Super Bowls, the 2015 season and 13 season. Uh, one ago, the game against the Panthers, Super Bowl 50, had 23 carries for 90 yards, one touchdown, and uh, four receptions for 10 yards. And then against the Seahawks, had two carries for nine yards and one catch for 14. Uh, Brandon Cooks has also been to the Super Bowl just last year, 2017 season. He had one reception for 23 yards, one rush for one yard. And it is worth noting that uh, Brandon Cooks did get injured in that Super Bowl, so that definitely hurt his numbers. Uh, Tom Brady has a difficult time against interior pass rushers, which is exactly what the Rams have. And this is something that I've talked about on some of the shows that I've been on this week, uh, is that the, the, the Chiefs and the Chargers both have strong outside rushers. Tom Brady doesn't really get too affected by that. Interior rushers is where he's really got his trouble. And uh, against outside pressure, he has 118.7 QBR. And against inside pressure, just a 63.1 QBR. So I'm looking at Aaron Donald and Indomitian Sue going against a really strong Patriots offensive line uh, to be able to rattle Tom Brady a little bit, which is a difficult task. Uh, history will be made. If the Rams win, McVay will be the youngest coach to win the Super Bowl. If the Patriots win, Belichick will be the oldest coach to ever win a Super Bowl. The Patriots are 3-1 and all-time in the Super Bowl when wearing their white jerseys, which is what they are wearing in this one. 
Now, this is only the second game the Rams are listed as underdogs this entire season. They've been favored every single game this season except for uh, two, which will be the Super Bowl and then the NFC Championship game that they absolutely pulled out to win, obviously, because we're in the Super Bowl. Uh, Patriots are 16-1 and all-time in the playoffs against teams they did not play against in the regular season, which does include this year's Los Angeles Rams. Of course, the record does not reflect that. Uh, but they are 13-9 and against teams they did play in the regular season. So teams looking good on the rematch against the Patriots. But that's not a situation that the Rams are in. Of course, they played the NFC or the AFC West this year. Uh, Goff is 27th in average time to get rid of the ball. And this is something that I had actually spoken about in previous episodes that I was interested to see what his numbers were. 27th and uh, Brady 7th. Uh, coming in at that. So Brady in the regular season, 2.61 seconds to get rid of the ball. Goff at 2.94. In the playoffs, though, Brady 2.42 seconds and has not been sacked in the playoffs. The Patriots are 5-2 and all-time in the Super Bowl against animal teams for what that's worth to you. Uh, wide receivers running the football. The Rams defense gave up 47 rushing yards on four wide receiver carries this season while the Patriots gave up negative nine yards on seven attempts. This is something that both teams like to do, so I think it will come into play, uh, obviously, with Cordero Patterson, and then the Rams use multiple wide receivers to run. We've seen rushes from Cooper Cup, Brandon Cooks, Robert Woods, uh, Josh Reynolds, so uh, this is definitely something that we could see, but the Patriots do a really good job on stopping those wide receiver runs. Uh, Tom Brady has won as many playoff games as the Rams Rams franchise will have played in come Sunday. Just kind of let that sink in a little bit. He has as many playoff wins as the Rams franchise has games. And that's only after the Rams play in this Super Bowl. Because right now he technically has more wins than the Rams have playoff games in their history. Which is a very long history. Very long history. Uh, the Rams are giving up 29% on third downs in the playoffs. That would have been first in the regular season by 1.5%. And the Patriots are converting on 60% of their third downs throughout these playoffs. That would have been the regular season, uh, first in the regular season by 12%. Of course, the, the leading team being at 48. Uh, special teams going to play a big role in this game. This is going to be a very important thing. Uh, it's something that we absolutely have to keep an eye on. Uh, and both coaches have to keep an eye on. Uh, Johnny Hecker in his career is 11 for 19 passing and has 156 yards and one touchdown. And uh, Johnny Hecker is 3 for 5 passing this season with 31 yards. Uh, Cordero, Cordero Patterson of the Patriots, he is averaging 28.8 yards per return this season and does have a touchdown. He has 19 returns over 20 yards and 2 over 40. Uh, this is expected to be the final game for Rams quarterback coach Zach Taylor, who is expected to take the head coaching job of the Cincinnati Bengals. If I had to put some money on who I thought was going to take over for that role, the quarterback coach, I have my money on Zach Cromer, who's actually Aaron Cromer's son. Aaron Cromer is the Rams run game coordinator. Zach Cromer right now is the Rams offensive quality control. So I do think that that could be a potential guy, just a, just a name to keep an eye on. Uh, this is going to be my last bit here of the of the preview part of this game, uh, and these are some prop bets. I, I picked out a few of these bets that I that either made me laugh or that I feel good about. So uh, there's there's a lot more prop bets than I will be going over with you guys, but 
here are my bets where where Sheriff Joe Bags is putting his money on some prop bets for the Super Bowl. Obviously, first and foremost, MVP. If I had to put my money on somebody to win MVP, I'm going with wide receiver Josh Reynolds. He's at plus 8,000, so you definitely make a good buck if if that does happen. Uh, but Josh Reynolds is a guy that uh, that I think could have a, a really big game, and that's for a couple of reasons. I think the Patriots, they, they do a really good job at taking away your top weapons. So I think the, the running game is going to not necessarily struggle, but I think it's going to be a hard time to run the football uh, I, I do think that there are going to be some times where the Rams do kind of break out and 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 have some decent length runs, but uh, I also think that a lot of attention is going to go on to guys like Robert Woods and Brandon Cooks. So I think Josh Reynolds has a chance to uh, to make an impact, and he is my my pick for MVP. We'll see what happens. Coin toss, tails never fails. Obviously, got to go tails on that one. Gladys Knight singing the national anthem. The the over under is a minute and forty seven. I'm going over. I'm going over on this one. I actually have no clue who Gladys Knight is, uh, but in my mind, if if you're in a position to get invited to sing the national anthem at the Super Bowl, it's going to take you a long time. That's just that's just kind of where my mind goes. And uh, will Gladys Knight forget or omit a word? I'm going to go with no. I feel like I don't. Like I said, I don't know who Gladys Knight is. I've never heard of this person, but uh, I feel like it's going to no. We're, we're going no on this one. Will any scoring drive take less time than Gladys Knight singing the national anthem? I'm going no on this one. I think both defenses are going to be pretty ready. I don't think we're going to see any any real quick scoring drives. Unless it comes down to the very end, I think that that's a potential uh, quick scoring drive. Somebody is scoring in the final two minutes of this game to win it. That's, that's where my money's at as well. Uh, will CBS mo- mention the point spread? Yes, absolutely, they will. I, I feel like that's that's kind of a given a little bit in my mind, so I'm going to go with yes. How many plays will Romo correctly predict ahead of the play? The over-under set at 7.5 for this one, and I'm going under. I think it, it floats about five. I think five times that Romo will correctly predict. And the reason that I'm picking this is because uh, both of these teams are in a position right now where... Uh, we're going to see some things on both sides of the ball from both teams that we have never seen from these teams. We're going to see some plays from Sean McVay that we've never seen in a game that he's never called even in, in back in this time with Washington. So for that reason, I, I think that Romo doesn't nail it all the time for this one. Uh, how many times will Ted Rath be mentioned during the broadcast? The over-under set at three and a half, which I was a little surprised. I think it's a little high. I'm going to go with one. I'm going to go with they mentioned him one time in the broadcast, and that's only when the camera's on him real quick. After that, I don't think we'll hear about him. Now, how many times will the broadcast mention Sean McVay's age? The over-under is one and a half. It's obviously going to be over. There is minimum two. Minimum two that they're going to mention his age. It's going to be at the beginning, and then there's going to be somewhere in like the fourth quarter they're going to mention his age. Uh, what color liquid will be poured over the winning coach? I always I always put money on this every year, and I'm going with yellow again. I always do. It's a pretty safe bet. It is the worst odds. You don't win as much if this is the case, but, you know, I'm going yellow again. Uh, who will win? Uh, who will Super Bowl MVP mention first in his speech? And my pick is the city. I'm going to say that whoever wins MVP 
is gonna gonna thank the city of Los Angeles, which I think was gonna go over very well. And then team, and then family, and then God. I think is how is how I had it in my brain. I didn't write all that down, but I'm pretty sure I'm going city first, though for sure. Uh, will Billy McFarlane get caught selling fake Super Bowl tickets? Uh, I'm gonna go with yes on this one. Billy McFarlane is. If you guys don't know this story, first of all, you got to check this out. It's uh, it's great stuff on Hulu and Netflix. I, I watched it. I loved it. But uh, will Billy McFarlane get caught sell- selling fake Super Bowl tickets? Absolutely going yes on this one. I think that this is definitely something that he would do. In fact, I think that this prop bet is kind of funny because it's him being caught. I think if he's doing it, I think it's 100%. I think he's absolutely doing this. I think he's already done it. I think it's already in the past that he's sold fake Super Bowl tickets you know, with like MVP access and you know, VIP access, stuff like that. So I think that that's already happened. Will he be caught? Yes, he will, man. All the, all the eyes are on you already, man. Just stop doing this. Stop selling fake tickets to stuff. Relax, man. And uh, which beer commercial will appear first? Obviously, it's got to be Bud Light. Uh, the NFL, the NFL loves Bud Light for some reason. Uh, they love canned water and stuff. And if you like canned water, that's cool. But I'm, I'm not not the biggest fan. Uh, and uh, will Maroon Five play "Sweet Victory" at the halftime show, honoring SpongeBob SquarePants? I'm gonna go with yes on this one. I think Maroon Five. Uh, those guys in Maroon 5, I, I don't listen to their music per se, but they're, they're, uh, they're cool enough guys that I think that they would try to pull some stuff like this. So, so I'm going to go with yes on this one. And uh, I'm going to, I'm going to say, uh, Adam Levine also, there was another prop that I didn't have it written down. Uh, he's going to be wearing black, wearing black. I think the, that's, those were the worst odds, but I'm going for it. If I was Adam Levine, I would definitely be placing bets. And then doing this stuff. But hey, you know what? I'm, I'm just Sheriff Joe Bags here. Uh, that is going to do it for the first half, though. So on the other side, we've got fan quesos. These are Super Bowl-related fan quesos. It's going to be really good stuff. So don't go anywhere. We've got that just on the other side. For the latest news, player updates, and information, go to Elite NFC West. The team at Elite brings a mixture of personalities to the table. With Smitty's live Q&As, you get the chance to have your football questions personally answered right there on the spot, as well as throw down with some of the most knowledgeable admins of each team in the West. From video blogs to stats, prediction, historical facts, and yes, even trash talk, Elite NFC West has you covered. Like us on Facebook today and represent. Now is the time to get your voice heard. Sports War Radio is now accepting applications for driven and knowledgeable sports fans who want to start their very own podcast about their favorite team. Sports War Radio has an international audience and is growing fast. Don't miss the chance to become the go-to news source for your favorite team. Email sportswarradio at gmail.com and tell us why you would be a great addition to our team. Sports War Radio. Let the battle begin. This program is simulcast on WRPR Rat Pack Radio. Go to ratpacksports.com for more information.
Welcome to Sports War Radio, the premier all-encompassing sports radio talk on the web. Sports War Radio has something for every fan of every sport. Get the fan perspective on all of the news surrounding your favorite teams. Don't miss any of the action. Follow Sports War Radio on Twitter and Facebook. Catch all of the action at Spreaker.com slash Sports War Radio. Remember, folks, Sports War Radio. Let the battle begin. And now back to the Rams Showcase with your host, Sheriff Joe Baggs. Hey, welcome back to Rams Showcase right here on Sports War Radio. That first half went a little bit quicker than I expected. I think I kind of flew by it. So, it happens. I don't know what to tell you guys. So, uh, make sure you guys follow Ram Showcase on all your favorite social media outlets. That's at Ram Showcase on Instagram and Twitter, Facebook.com slash Ram Showcase. Make sure you guys search Ram Showcase on YouTube. And uh, maybe we should start a new drinking game where every time I say Ram Showcase, you got to take a shot. And you guys will never make it through the episode. Because I do say it a lot. Ram Showcase. It's good stuff. Uh, we're going to hop into our fan quesos. Got some solid ones for you guys. This first one comes from Jesse. Jesse wants to know, Deshaun Jackson said he wants to come to the Rams. Would you bring him in? In my eyes, it's a good idea. Uh, the only reason that I'm going to go with no on this one, Jesse, is, uh, you know, he will be, he, he is 32 years old, so he's kind of, you know, past that that prime area of his life. But not only that, but I think that what he would bring to the Rams, that's something that, that's stuff that we already have in in Brandon Cooks. I think that everything that his skill set would bring to us is exactly what we utilize Brandon Cooks for, who we have under contract now uh, for for a few years. So I don't I just don't think it's necessary, especially getting Cooper Cup back. I think that, you know, the the Rams top four wide receivers are that's a that's gonna be a hard, you know, bar to to clear for any new wide receiver that comes in. We already don't see Jojo Natson and Kaderil Hodge on offense really, so you know, and that's with Cooper Cup being out. So I just don't think it's really necessary. I don't think that the Rams really need this guy. Uh, MJ wants to know, do you think any crazy or unique plays will show up in this game? I absolutely do. I think that that both teams are going to show some things that we have not seen, not only this season, but things that we've never seen from these teams. What that's going to include, I have no idea. But that's kind of an exciting thing. You know, we've seen Sean McVay call some games and and sometimes struggle, but we've also seen him call some games that are absolutely insane and the defense has no idea what's going on. What's exciting about this is this game, I mean, there's nothing to hold back. Sean McVay can call whatever he wants, all of his tricks, he can pull them all out in this game because this is the one that you do that in. There's no, there's nobody looking at your tape to, for your game next week because this is it. This is the final game of the season. You can put out everything. You can use all of your tricks, and I think that's very exciting. Uh, but yeah, I do think I think we're going to see a lot of different things uh, from both teams. I don't think it's going to be I don't think it's going to be a very straightforward game. I think we're going to see some teams taking some chances, I, especially the Rams. I think we're going to take some chances. Uh, you know, the the Patriots defense they they they're crushing it against the run right now, but they're not doing very well against the pass and. I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that they've held leads in in the in the postseason. You know, against the Chargers, they really jumped out, and the Chargers really had no choice but to throw the football. 
but the 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 Chiefs also. I mean, they're more of a passing team now, especially with Kareem Hunt gone. But uh, I think that they are kind of a little bit susceptible to the pass, and I think that the Rams have enough weapons on that side of the football, uh, especially receivers. That uh, that I think that this is gonna gonna be something that happens, and we're gonna see some big big offensive pass plays, uh, especially from the Rams. Uh, Dylan wants to know what color scheme will the Rams' new uniforms be in 2020? Blue and white, or throwback colors? Uh, we actually uh, most people are kind of under the impression slash understanding that these new uniforms are gonna be the throwback yellow, but that dark blue. That's kind of the understanding at this point. I, I don't know if I would necessarily be surprised if that was not the colors, but it, those are definitely like Rams fans are understanding that those are very likely that we see that throwback style and, and the, the uniforms that the Rams will be wearing in in the Super Bowl, but with a darker blue than what those ones are. That's kind of what we're all understanding. And, uh, you know, it's, it's still speculation at this point. We have no, you know, actual sources or proof on that, but my conversations with multiple Rams fans that, you know, in different places and, and everything, it's, this is, this is what everybody's kind of under the understanding of. So, uh, so we'll see, but I'm excited for, for some new uniforms. I'll have to re up on my custom share of Joe Bags jerseys, but that's all good. I can, I can, I can swing it, I think. Next one here comes from Jesse. What do you think about the NFL Network's obvious love for the Patriots during Media Day? Um, you know, this is something that happens. Uh, it, it doesn't offend me in any capacity. It's like when uh, when Donald Trump during his speech said congrats to the Patriots and didn't say anything about the Rams. Rams fans were losing their mind, which is crazy to me. I I don't understand why people care about that stuff so much. You know, like, were they like personally offended by this? But I just don't think it's a big deal. People are going to talk about the Patriots. The Patriots have been to Super Bowls a lot. People know them. They're a household name. Even their owner, is a, he has a household name, Robert Kraft. You know what I mean? So uh, I, I don't take any kind of offense to this. I think it's just the the Rams are younger, and there's a lot of players that, that people don't know still on the Rams. And, you know, I, people, when you, when you think of Patriots, you think of Tom Brady. When you think of Rams, you think of, you know, Aaron Donald, Todd Gurley, and stuff like that. But uh, I think that the the Patriots just kind of get some more more national coverage than the Rams do, especially in recent years. So, so I don't care. I figured that's that's pretty standard, and especially with the Patriots, this is their third straight Super Bowl. So a lot of these media people, they're used to talking to them. They're used to going up to Tom Brady asking him questions, going up to Gronk asking him questions. So I think in some ways there's a certain level of comfort in talking to those guys. Meanwhile, most of these people have never met these Rams players before. A lot of the people covering the Super Bowl, they've never seen Todd Gurley in person or Aaron Donald or Jared Goff. So... Things a little different uh, as far as just being used to certain people. Uh, MJ wants to know: Have you gotten me my Super Bowl tickets yet? Uh, yeah, man, they're they're in the mail. Just go ahead and stand by your mailbox and just stand there and uh, don't move because when they come in, you're gonna want to be there for that. So uh, just don't move and just don't. Even if the game starts, man, don't they're coming. So just just hang out right there. Uh, MJ also wants to know, will there be a defensive touchdown in this game? How about a special teams touchdown? I do think that we could see a, a, a defensive touchdown in this game. I don't think that that's too far outside the realm of possibilities. I mean, the, the Patriots do have some, some, some defensive players that can make plays. Obviously, Stephon Gilmore is 
one of the best corners in the league right now. So, so his ability to to cover and and find the ball and take it back, I don't think would be too far of a stretch. And of course, you know, guys like Patrick Chung, very talented guys on that defensive side of the footballs. But the Rams also have guys that are super talented and can find the football and take it back. Akib Talib, Marcus Peters, you know, Abukam had two in one game this year. So it's definitely possible. Uh, but I would I would guess if we're going to see a touchdown, it's going to be a quarterback sack fumble and then a recovery for a touchdown. I think that's what we're going to see. Uh, both of these quarterbacks kind of, you know, they're not runners, so they kind of sit in the pocket a little bit more. Goff has obviously had trouble with fumbling the football, so uh, I think, and, and the Rams defensive line getting pressure on Brady, I think it's it's very possible that he fumbles once or twice, so uh, I think we could see some fumbles in this game from the quarterbacks, but uh, I'm going to say yeah, but a special teams touchdown, you know, I'm not necessarily sure if we're going to see a special teams touchdown from the Rams, but I got to say, Patterson does scare me on kick returns. I would like to just see Greg Zerline just booted out of the back back of the end zone every single time he's up to punt. For sure. I would love to see that. Uh, next one here comes from Tyler. Who gets to Brady first? Sue, Donald, or Fowler? And then we have uh, Brockers, Abukam, Littleton. And uh, Tyler did say that he thinks that Oboe will be active this week. I, I disagree. I don't think Oboe will be active in this game. Has yet to be active this year. I don't think you would make him active for uh, for this game. And uh, But if, if I had to go with who gets to Brady first, I'm going to go ahead and say it's Donald. I think that they're going to kind of, they're going to come out obviously with a plan to to stop Donald, but you can't do that every play because if your only focus is on Aaron Donald, then bad things are going to happen. And when you're trying to run the football and your focus is on blocking Aaron Donald, two guys to block him, then somebody in the second level is there. So I, I think that... I think that Don, Donald's going to be the one to, to get to Brady first. And I'm going to go ahead and say it happens in the second quarter. Boom. Uh, MJ wants to know, who throws for more yards during the game, Goff or Brady? I think this one determines on, on how the game starts and which team can start fast and which team doesn't start fast because the team that doesn't start fast, I think, is going to resort to the pass a little bit more. Uh, but in this game, I, I do think that... I, I do think that Brady could could outthrow Goff in this game, and that's simply because you know the Patriots use their running backs, their two running backs, Sony Michelle and James White, in different ways than the Rams use their running backs. The Rams like to run the football, uh, while the the Patriots, I mean, obviously with Sony Michelle, great runner, uh, but James White comes out of the backfield a lot, so I could see Brady getting a lot of those yards, you know, from just dumping it out to the to the running back and and getting you know ten, fifteen, seven, whatever it happens to be on different plays. So I think that Brady will outthrow Goff in this one, but um, I'm mainly basing this on the fact that I think that the Rams can start a little fast in this game, something that they've kind of had trouble with in, in, in recent weeks, you know, especially they fell down uh, 13 to nothing early in, in new Orleans. So, uh, but the, the Patriots kind of historically have started slow in super bowls. So I think this is a, a chance for the Rams to kind of jump out on them and Brady forcing Brady to throw a lot more. And uh, who runs for more, uh, Michelle or Gurley? We got the battle of the Georgia backs. This is going to be cool. Uh, I know you're excited to see that MJ uh, being from Georgia, uh, but I, I think that Gurley is going to outrun outrun Michelle. And you know, a lot of people talking about Gurley right now. And, and is he hurt? Is he you know what happened to him? I actually saw there's an article I saw today that was uh there was uh the the is this the game that Gurley breaks out? 
And I laughed like hysterical. I was like, yeah, it's about time he breaks out, man. He's like, what is what is Todd Gurley doing? It's about time he comes out and, and actually performs well. What a jerk, right? He's just taking all of our money, scoring all these touchdowns, hasn't broken out yet. I found that hilarious, but I think that Todd Gurley, you know, he's obviously fine, but I think that that based on last week and the fact that he was not in the game a lot and actually was in the game more than C.J. Anderson, but C.J. Anderson's touches far outweighed Todd Gurley's. Uh, but I, I think that based on last last game in the NFC Championship game, I think Todd Gurley is going to be the most ready player on the Rams team going into this game. I think we're going to see some some monster stuff from Gurley. I don't know what exactly we're going to, what it's going to look like, but I think it's going to be some really good stuff. Uh, will any Super Bowl records be broken in this game? I pulled up an entire list of Super Bowl records, and it's, uh, first of all, an extremely long list. I didn't even get a chance to read all of this, uh, but I think that one that we're going to see is uh, most touchbacks kicked in one game let me see if i can find that record uh, it's a uh, yeah most kickoffs for a touchback is the, the record is five and i think that the rams are going to score more than five times and i also think that greg can can boot it out of the backfield so i'm going to go with that one uh we're obviously going to see either the youngest coach or the oldest coach win the super bowl so we'll get that record as well uh let me see here most tackles in a game at 13. I think that somebody on on one side could could break that one. Let me see. Uh, that's I mean, there's this list is absolutely ridiculous. I looked up the the list of just all the Super Bowl records. I couldn't believe some of the stuff that they that they kept track of. Uh, the shortest field goal in Super Bowl history is nine yards. That's obviously not something that can be broken. I found that one fun. Um, yeah, kind of hard to hard to tell here. But uh, I, I didn't have enough time to go through all of these. So uh, there is uh, this one, uh, the most most fake field goals attempted, which is just one. Only one time ever has a fake field goal been attempted. So we could see that one. That one, that one could be the one that we actually see uh, get broken or tied at, at the very least. I know that's kind of a, a weird way to answer your question, MJ, but, you know, it had to happen. Let's see here. Adrian has a couple for me. Uh, did you go to the send-off rally in Inglewood at the new stadium? It was lit. Super Bowl 53 rally towels were given out, and it was packed. Uh, no, I was not there. I live in Colorado and, and couldn't just go to L.A. for to, for this. If I was going to travel, I'd go to Atlanta uh, in this time. But uh, no, I was not there. I did see a lot of pictures, a lot of stuff. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of bummed that the Patriots still had like way more people than the Rams at their send off rally, but it's okay. It's okay. The Rams are still kind of getting, uh, you're still finding their ground. I think in, in Los Angeles, I think this Super Bowl appearance helps, uh, tremendously. Uh, but like TV ratings, the, the Rams and Saints game was actually half of the ratings of people in Los Angeles. Uh, than the Patriots and, and Chiefs game. So twice as many people watched the AFC Championship game than the NFC Championship game in Los Angeles. So I found that interesting, but um, that's kind of not not to, not a, not relevant in this case. But no, I was not there. I wish I was. Um, pretty cool stuff to to see, and um, you know, this is kind of just trying to soak it in. Still, I'm I'm not fully there yet. 
Uh, let's see here. Which Rams player has uh, more offensive yards, not Jared Goff? I'm going to go with Todd Gurley. I think that Todd Gurley is going to hit like 137 on the ground, and I think that'll lead the uh, the Rams offense in yardage. The next one here, which Rams player has more tackles? You know, most people are going to hate me for this one. I'm going to go with Mark Barron. I'm, I'm obviously a big Mark Barron fan. Uh, have been for, for years. Since, since his days in Alabama, I've been a Mark Barron fan. So it was just cool when he was able to come to the Rams because then I just got to watch him here. But uh, what I like about Mark Barron is is his ability to attack. And it's actually increased throughout, you know, getting late in the season, I would say, Closer to like week 15, that game against the Eagles, he was playing really well. And he's been playing well since. And I think that injury had kind of hurt him most of the season. So uh, I think that Mark Barron's in a, in a good spot right now. And he's played on, on a few teams. And, you know, this is the best team he's he's played on. So he might not be back next year come with looking at his, uh, his cap numbers and stuff. So I think this is going to be a big one for Mark Barron. Uh, next one here from Adrian. What food is the sheriff grilling or making for the Super Bowl? Well, I personally am an absolutely terrible cook, and so I won't be making anything because I want people to enjoy the food that I bring. So, so I won't actually be cooking. Uh, we do have, you know, the the carne asada by Tim. That'll be on the grill, and you guys might see that on the Facebook Live. Uh, but. You know, I, I don't know what I'm bringing. Probably just some snacks, I guess. I don't know. Uh, but we're getting a keg. That's going to be cool. Um, that'll be fun. We got somebody bringing chicken, just like Popeye's chicken. That's cool. And, yeah, it's going to be so good. to Oh, and tamales. We got some tamales coming, too. This is going to be awesome. I actually didn't even put that together that this is going to be really cool. This is, uh, this is a Rams Super Bowl party. Like, not only just a Super Bowl party, but it's a Rams Super Bowl party. Something... You know, I, I love to participate in Super Bowl parties. It's like my favorite holiday. But now it's also my team, which I can't decide if that's the best thing in the universe, which I'm leaning towards, or if it just makes this day really stressful because normally it's like, it's just, you get to just relax and hopefully you get to get a good game. You eat, you drink some beers and stuff and just have a good time. But now I'm going to be like way more focused in and just like super hardcore and probably sweating a lot and stuff. And if you guys haven't watched the the video of us, of me and my friends celebrating, uh, I would recommend it. It's it's really cool. You can find it on the Ram Showcase YouTube channel. Uh, we I I definitely lost my mind and was jumping. I didn't even know I could jump that high. I'm not an athlete in any capacity. Didn't know I could jump that high, and uh, we were just it was just like euphoric. It was amazing. But that that video I did post it on the Ram Showcase YouTube channel. If you can watch us, we will be recording ourselves again uh, for for this game, obviously. So. This is the final one, so hopefully we get another celebration one and not a super sad video. I will share it either way, though, I promise. Uh, next one here comes from Kelsey. Kelsey wants to know, uh, would you be surprised if the Rams blow the Pats out? Remember, we got the same system Atlanta had in the Super Bowl, but don't forget Atlanta had a key injury. Uh, the backup running back, they only dressed two backs, uh, so they couldn't run the clock in the second half, Pats didn't respect the play action, forcing turnovers, clock stoppages, and a momentum swing, and the rest is history. I wouldn't be shocked if the Rams blow them out. It's been ep an epic season. We passed every test <laughs> uh, thrown our way. Go Rams. That was a very long question, Kelsey, but uh, would I be surprised if the Rams blow the Pats out? Uh, not necessarily, because the Rams do have so much firepower, and like I had mentioned before, this is this is Sean McVay's chance. 
This is his chance to to pull out every, everything he can, to think up random plays, to install random plays, to call his stuff that he he, he kind of keeps, you know, it, for a pressure situation. This is his chance. So I, I I wouldn't necessarily be surprised. And the only reason is, you know, the Patriots do have some really good players. Chris Hogan is is really good. Julian Edelman is really good. Gronkowski is really good. And so is Tom Brady. And those, those are difficult weapons to cover consistently. Uh, but the Rams also have their own weapons. You know, Robert Woods, Brandon Cooks, Josh Reynolds, Tom Gurley, CJ Anderson. So I think that the firepower is there on the Rams side to potentially blow out the Pats. I don't necessarily think that that's what's going to happen, but it wouldn't shock me. It would kind of shock me if the Patriots just blow out the Rams, though. I'll be honest. And that's simply because they they don't have any of those flashy players. They kind of, they're, they're, right now, they're, they're being ball control. They had the ball for 44 minutes in the AFC Championship game. That's insane. So, you know, that they're, they're not really trying to run up the score on anybody. They just want to keep the ball out of your playmaker's hands. And they did a great job of that against the Chiefs. Let's see here. Uh, next one, next couple here come from Paul. I think these are, yep, this will, this will be the last two. Uh, so has it hit you that the team you've been rooting for since you've come out of the womb is on the brink of immortality and being remembered forever in the Super Bowl? I'm going to be completely honest with you here, Paul, and everybody who's listening. It really hasn't hit me yet. I really have not accepted it. And I, I think that there's a few factors in that. And I, I think that it's just because I, I'm a little too close to it right now. And I feel like if I backed up just a little bit, then I would, I would, it would kind of hit me, but I can't right now. I was been, uh, I will have been on five different shows this week as a guest speaker in some capacity. Uh, Paul was one of those. He was the first one actually. And I did that one on Monday. I did share the link on that. So you guys check it out. Um, that's on, uh, you guys can find the Ram Showcase Twitter. I did retweet their, their clip of it. It was live radio. So, uh, they do have that, but, uh, you know, I've been doing so much research, so much digging, so much watching stuff, and I, I really, I, I'm not sure if it's really going to hit me until the game starts. I, I kind of expected it to happen on media day, but it didn't. So, you know, now we're here on Wednesday, we're just four days out, and it still has not hit me yet. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited for that to happen, though. I think it's going to be fun when it does, but I might cry or something. So... Hopefully I'm not doing anything important when it does, but no, not yet, Paul. And I know, Paul, that you've never been, you've never lived in a world where your favorite team went to the Super Bowl and, you know, it's going to happen, man. It's going to happen. And you might, it, it'll totally hit you way faster than it hits me for sure. I, I definitely believe that you're a, you're a, an emotional guy when it comes to your jets, Paul. And I appreciate that. <laughs> um, let me see here. Last one. Is from Paul. If the Rams win the Super Bowl, will you attend the celebrations in LA? If not, how will you celebrate the win? If the Rams do win the Super Bowl, I will not uh, attend the celebrations in LA, and that's simply just because of work. Uh, I gotta gotta hold it down. You know what I mean? And uh, I gotta gotta do stuff. I got responsibilities. But uh, how will I celebrate the win? Uh, hopefully not in jail, because I'm probably going to lose my mind. <laughs> um, I don't know, though. I don't know exactly how I'm going to react to a Rams Super Bowl win, if that if that is the case, if that is what happens. So it's kind of interesting. I, I mean, 
I lost my mind over that that field goal going in in overtime in the NFC Championship game, but you know that was a that was a that was a different situation I think just because there was points in that game where I had accepted like I I I started emotionally accepting the fact that the Rams could not go the Rams could lose that game I had you know I was like sitting there like okay I need to be prepared for this I need to be prepared if we if this happens and the and the Rams lose this game so I was kind of emotionally prepared for that. And I, that's something that I don't think will happen in the Super Bowl. I, I don't think that there's going to be a situation in the Super Bowl at any point in time, no matter what the score or situation is, that I'm going to start to emotionally accept the fact that the Rams could lose it. And that that's a dangerous game to play because that leads to more disappointment if it does happen. But, you know, I don't know if I'm just going to sit there and like a single a single tear falls down my face. And I'm just like in pure, pure happiness. Or if I'm going to like rip my shirt off and swing from light poles on the busiest street I can find. I, I have no idea. It's, it's, it's impossible to tell. I'll be just as surprised as you guys, depending on like my reaction. I, cause I don't know what it'll be. I'm excited to find out. I'll tell you that. I'm definitely excited to find out. It's going to be fun. Uh, but you know, I'll hopefully, Hopefully it doesn't end in jail, uh, but as far as celebrating, you know, I, I don't work Monday or Tuesday, so I think we're just going to kind of tear it up, and the celebration's going to go big, you know, that's, that's, uh, go, go big or go home is the, is, is the saying, and if the Rams win the Super Bowl, I'm definitely not going to be in a rush to get home. I think we might, we might go out, I have no idea what's going to happen that night if the Rams do, do pull off the Super Bowl win. Um, this has kind of been, uh, I, this show went way faster than I expected. I'll, I'll just lay that out there, but you know, I just, I just wanted to let you guys know, um, you know, this is, this is something that's pretty cool. This is really awesome stuff that's happening right now. Uh, I remember not even that long ago, like four, five years ago, I used to watch the replays of the Rams and Patriots and the Rams and Titans Super Bowls because I do remember watching those. I wasn't alive when the Rams played the Steelers in the Super Bowl. So I, I remember watching those games and at, at the time of each of those games, the, the game against the Titans, I was eight. The game against the Patriots, I was 10 years old. So uh, it was it was hard to understand, you know, what was really happening. I, I had liked the Rams. I had really loved Marshall Falk in those, in those years. And uh, the the Super Bowl win, I loved it. I was really excited, mainly just for Marshall Falk because he won the Super Bowl. I was so excited for him. Uh, and then against the Patriots, I mean, that was it was an exciting time. But you know, I I try to remember what it was like to to be in those times. And and this this was when I was just watching replays. Like I said, three, four, five years ago, I was watching these and try to remember what that was like. And uh, it and it's happening again. And the Rams are there. And this is this is it. You know, this is a pretty exciting time. No matter what happens in this game, I think that we'll all look back on this this season as one of the most exciting and entertaining that the Rams have ever had. And I'm just really glad to be able to to cover it with you guys, talk about the games each and every week. And it's I, I'm just kind of at a loss for words. I think it's just the most exciting time possible you know I, I mean 10 years old the last time the Rams went to the Super Bowl I'm 27 now and so now I can really appreciate it and appreciate how much hard work it takes and that it doesn't just happen you know every other year like I kind of thought that it did back then so 
my only thing for you guys is just uh, just try to enjoy this as much as you can. This, who knows when the next time the Rams will be able to get there. We have no idea. It could be another 17 years. Hopefully not, but and uh, signs kind of point to that not happening, but uh, this is uh, pretty good stuff. So I just wanted to let you guys know that. Try to soak it in as much as you can. That's what I'm doing. That's, I'm not going too nuts. I'm just trying to embrace this a little bit and and just kind of remember that this is this is it you know I, I most of us are such hardcore rams fans i i eat sleep and breathe rams football and to be in this game i think is uh is a very exciting thing so uh, hopefully you guys all enjoy this game um, that is gonna do it for me this is sheriff joe bags on ram showcase on sports war radio uh, make sure you guys follow the Ram Showcase on all your favorite social media. That's at Ram Showcase on Instagram and Twitter, Facebook.com slash Ram Showcase, and search Ram Showcase on YouTube. You can also follow me at Sheriff Joe Bags on Instagram and Twitter, Facebook.com slash Sheriff Joe Bags. Pretty simple stuff there. Uh, this uh, The first half of this episode will appear on YouTube if you guys would like to watch me talk about what I just talked about, what you guys already heard. And uh, either way, share this stuff. Share it with some friends, because they're going to want to hear this too. They need they need this, okay? They need this. Oh, that is going to do it for me, Sheriff Joe Bags. This is Ram Showcase on Sports War Radio. For those of you that aren't Rams fans, our thoughts and prayers are with you. For those of you that are Rams fans, thank you guys so much for listening. You guys have a great night. Have a great time watching the Los Angeles Rams in the Super Bowl. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.